from your front porch confessional, your weekly Devo podcast. My name is Jeff Goki, and I am so happy that you have tuned in today. Welcome to episode 171, and welcome once again to my front porch in Phoenix, Arizona. It is an absolutely amazing night out tonight super clear the stars are in the sky it's really calm really quiet little breeze it is a a beautiful beautiful night you know it's kind of right now it's one of those nights where it's like I don't have to wear a sweatshirt and it's cold enough and warm enough that those two things balance each other out it's so amazing Um, hey listen so I I wasn't able to record a a podcast uh, last week one of them on Friday because we were in California and I got to go back to the ocean and I got to go swim in the ocean I got to go surf with my kids it was just like it was like a beautiful reunion I'm sitting out in the ocean and I'm just singing and there was this girl next to me and she was like laughing but I couldn't stop myself I really couldn't I was so caught up into it I was so happy and so thrilled and so thankful to be there It was really, really amazing. So with that, I wasn't able to record a podcast, um, but we're back today. Back in action, jamming, rocking, and rolling, and uh, really, really excited for what we're going to be going through today. But before we do that, uh, I just want to say thank you. Thank you to all of you who continue uh, to listen. Uh, So encouraging uh, for people who have been listening for a long time, and those of you maybe for the very first time are listening in. I got a text today from somebody who says, hey, my mom loves listening to that are you still doing that I'm like yep every week three a week come on at it unless i'm in the ocean i guess but yeah come come, come and check it out and send it over to her and so it's so exciting to know that people are still listening and, and here's the thing like a part i love about this is is that all around the country and there are some people around the world that are listening but like all around the country all around the world we're learning together like we're learning this we're learning how to go a little deeper in scripture we're learning how to ask questions we're it's motivating us to think a little bit different and so i just love that and i was telling somebody the other day if no one listened to this podcast and and i and i mean this sincerely i would still do it because i am learning so much god is teaching me so much and it's really helping me to slow down and to focus and to listen and so i've just really really enjoyed Uh, doing this podcast but I always love when people say hey I check this out I I think that's so cool and then for those of you who give on patreon p-a-t-r-e-o-n dot com forward slash front porch confessional thank you for continuing to give it means a whole lot to me all right man I'm telling you sitting on the front porch here going through Philippians came upon this verse and went oh man I just it just like it just put me in my seat for a second. I had to sit and sit and work through it. So here's the verse. Philippians four fourteen. Yet it was kind of you to share my trouble. Yet it was kind of you to share my trouble. Um, many of you know, most of you know that Suresh Dr. Bishop Kumar is one of my closest friends. Uh, he is the um, president of Harvest India, uh, but he's been a spiritual, spiritual mentor to me now for about 10 years. 
And Suresh has come and, and lived with our in our home a bunch. And I may have told this story before, but it's good enough to tell again. Um, and so I'm gonna, I think I'm gonna repeat it if I haven't. But here's the thing: like Suresh stayed in our home, and and one night. You know, anytime I go to India, like he totally takes care of everything. Like, you know, he's always taking care of me and bringing meals and just so kind. You know, if I want coffee, somebody gets me coffee. It's really great. And so when he's in our home. We try to reciprocate that. We just want to, you know, have great hospitality like they have for us. And so he comes to my house and, and he says, hey, man, tonight I want to buy dinner. And I was like, absolutely not. You know, you're not my, our home. We take care of you. And he said, no, no, no. I'm going to I'm going to buy dinner tonight. And I'm like, no, you're not going to spend your money. I mean, this is, we want to bless you. And he stopped me. He said, hey, hey, why are you trying to steal my blessing? Why are, why are you trying to rob me of that? I'm feeling from God that I want to bless your family. And you won't let me bless you. You won't let me take care of you. And it honestly kind of, it kind of put me back in my seat a bit. I was like, whoa, 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 wait, wait, wait. And then I was like, oh, wow that's really what's kind of going on here and uh it's something that i've identified to myself and it's a it's this is super convicting is i i don't like asking for help like i kind of had this i can get it done i can figure it out i got it all i mean I, I'll, I'll figure it out no 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 i it's okay it's okay don't don't don't, don't bother yourself you know and and i think people ask all the time right they ask all the time if they can help and I think a lot of times I reject it I think many of you do the same thing and it's so prideful it's so prideful right and here's the other side of it this is the crazy thing right and I think something that's maybe even worse is then will complain about how it seems like no one cares and where is everybody when you need them to show up right well we've just been telling people know all the time right and so when we actually do need help they're like oh i mean you've just been telling me no all these years i figured you had it all together and you didn't need my help but here's the real truth i think sometimes i don't ask and i think a lot of us don't ask and i think we don't maybe don't ask for help because we're afraid or or or, or we're nervous or we're worried that somebody will reject us. Like we'll ask for help. We'll be vulnerable in that way. Right? And, and then they'll reject us. Right? And so we play these games like, well, I just don't want to inconvenience anybody. Well, I don't want to put anybody out. But what we're doing is self-protecting instead of giving people opportunity to really bless. And I love how real and personal this passage is. That's what struck me with it. Like this morning I was like, whoa. Whoa, that's a big deal. Because sometimes I think we can read the Bible and make it so impersonal. You know what I mean? Like it's just a bunch of existential self-help quotes and phrases to help us get through our day, right? That, that so often that's what it feels like at times, or that's how we make scripture. And no one has helped me with this more than Eugene Peterson to help me understand that the authors of these letters in scripture are real people. Like they're real people who went through real problems, real struggles. And Paul, the apostle Paul, wasn't just some brilliant theologian. He was a person. He was a person who went through really tough times. He got lonely. He had real needs, right? He had financial needs, right? And, and he's hoping that the people who claim to love him and to love Jesus will care for him. 
And so this passage is so practical, so real, so authentic. It's Paul saying, you saw me. I'm not alone. You did it with me. You're wearing it with me, right? It's so beautiful. But really what captivated me, and all that captivated me, but really what captivated me. And what strikes me about this verse is the verse that proceeds or that comes before it. Philippians 4.13. This is one of those existential self-help, put it on a coffee mug, mug kind of verses. For I can do all things through Christ who strengthens me. Man, we love this passage. We love this passage. But here's the thing that's really interesting. We really, truly need Jesus. And what Paul is proclaiming and what he is telling us is this. Yes, but he's also saying, but I need others too. And we need others. He is saying, hey, listen, thank you so much. I needed that from all of you. I needed you to show up. I needed you to care. I was hurting and you helped me. Thank you. And when you and I, when you and I show up for each other, we join Christ in this strengthening. This is what Paul's saying. I can do all things through Christ who strengthened me. And then he says, yet it was so kind of you to share in my trouble. How beautiful is that? Right? We can only tru- truly be satisfied by Christ. We can only be satisfied by Christ totally. But when others join in, it's heaven on earth. A beautiful thing that he's inviting us into. Think about it. We are called to love God and to love others. It's the first and greatest commandment. He actually talks about when we love each other as well, right? We are displaying to the world who God is, how he cares. It's a gospel presentation in the way that we care for one another, right? And when we serve others, we participate in both of those things, right? Those, it's a singular commandment with two branches to it, which is so beautiful. As we love others, we are joining God in his loving work in our lives and others. This Now, this is good news. This is something that our world needs. This is what we're being invited into. And this is how we live the love of Christ every single day. There are people in front of us every day that God is inviting us to care for. But do you see them? I've been so convicted by this. God is revealing people to me and needs to me all the time. Right? But do I see them? And the other thing is this. I have needs. I have struggles. Am I inviting people into that to give them the opportunity to glorify God by caring for me 
And I really struggle with that one. Hey, listen, I want to be somebody that's out there in the world caring for people. Look, God, look at what I'm doing for you, right? But he's like, yeah, 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 bro. But what does it look like for you to be cared for? To receive that care, to make yourself vulnerable and allow other people to be blessed by blessing you. Ooh, that one's hard. Maybe you're like me, you struggle with that one. You really struggle with that one. But Paul is so vulnerable here. And it's just like, I, I, I'm, I'm doing all things through Christ who strengthens me. Yet, I just really appreciate you showing up. I really appreciate you wearing this with me. I really appreciate that, you know, I'm out there and I'm serving. I'm doing the best I can to glorify God. And there's some of you who just go like, man, how can we care for that guy? And he's just like, thank you. I just love that. So beautiful, so vulnerable, so human. But that is kingdom come, will be done on earth as it is in heaven. And this is what he's inviting to. Because God saw us in our pain and hurt. And he sent his son Jesus to rescue us. But check this out. (laughs) We rejected him. We rejected his care. Oh man, that's so convicting. But he continued forward, serving us to his death. And his resurrection invites us into new life. And we, in turn, get to live this good news out every day. The promise from God is this. When we care for one another, he will lead people to himself. You see evangelism is not just about proclamation it's an invitation to join god in his serving work in each other's lives and in the lives of the people all around us because when we love others we are really loving god it's practical and it's what he's commissioning and calling us into so the question is a simple question with very very difficult outcomes which is this who are you loving today who has god put in your midst to love today who's the person you need to call and go you doing okay i don't know i just felt like you were on my heart like you doing all right and letting them open up and talk to you and and grieve and for you to be like it's okay i'm with you You know, let me wear this with you. What a gift to give to people because we know what has been done for us. Father God, we love you. We thank you. We thank you, Jesus, that you wore our our punishment so that we can have life and life to the full. Will we bring that same life and that same fullness to people all around us? Continue, Spirit, to reveal and convict us of the people all around us and the needs that which you want to use us to meet. So, take a breath, reflect, and believe that the God of the 